0: Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast.
1: Let's meet our players. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter.
2: Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human.
3: Peter, Bertrand Greystone, dwarven forge cleric.
0: William
4: R. Ericokro Magic.
5: Daniel, I'm playing Vatten. I am a half elf ranger.
4: Hi, my name is Ben, and I am Twig, uh, or Shem. I am a rogue bard and a, a Goliath. We hope you enjoy our episode.
0: You notice it has nine individual pockets. And in the pockets, you find a variety of th- things and also stuff two daggers, two lanterns, a 10 foot pole, 50 feet of rope, a 24 foot ladder a bag of 100 gold and two small dog statues
4: uh please chat that to me okay
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, i like the two small dog statues that's a nice touch
1: <laughs> does anyone want a potion of fire breathing oh what um, happens if i tie that to an arrow
3: I'll i'll very, look i'll look very oh. meaningfully at r this would be good if somebody got a little too close to you since you don't like what an armor valid sure.
0: valid suggestion
3: It'd be Uh, really interesting to see a bird breathing fire anyway.
0: That's not nothing.
3: Yeah, probably one of us should take the other one. I mean, we're kind of the close-in people.
1: Why don't you take it?
3: I've got plenty of other ways of making fire.
1: Okay. I mean, it's a bonus action to breathe fire, so.
3: Yeah. That's true.
4: Would it be bonus
3: action to cast spiritual weapons, so. Sure, I'll
1: I'll keep that one then. That's fine.
4: Would it be wildly inappropriate to wear the cloak out as we leave?
1: Sure, probably. I mean, a it might gush,
5: be but, a little right?
4: suspicious.
1: <laughs> um, oh
5: wait, can, can I, you I know, I know this guy self. Oh,
3: there you
1: go. That's probably fine. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, I do too. But I only have one slot left, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, he, he cast disguise self.
4: Is it only you?
1: As the Kenku. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I yeah, it is. Uh, Min, you know. You put the you know from the cloak. If you take an item, so when you open the pockets, you see the items. If you take an item out of the pocket, you can't put it back in.
4: Oh yeah, I, I don't try to take one out.
0: Okay. Uh,
4: it, well, it's, I'll, I'll pull one of the massive statues out. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then try to get, shove it back inside.
0: <laughs> it's actually a very small statue, but it won't like the pocket just won't let you put it back. You're pretty sure the statue does something though. He's i'll not, put it in a different pouch
4: i'll put it in my backpack <laughs> yeah i'll put the massive statue in my backpack okay
5: is is that also like a pokemon if you throw it does a dog pop out sort of i mean you don't have to tell us yet because we haven't like
4: done we have uh,
5: due diligence to fair, figure that out you guys
0: you do guys I, will have to study around the the pockets
4: while, while we're while we're organizing the, the leaving party i will ritual cast identify on the Mastiff statue, Uh, for one minute.
0: It basically, yeah, a Mastiff will show up. Sweet. Uh, Yeah, it is a single-use item.
1: um, But he will stay for 24 hours.
0: And he's a good boy.
4: Good boy. He's a good boy.
1: For the record, I assume we have put the uh, Kenku and the Orc that we knocked out also in the cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are also in the cell.
5: All right. so... Um, Also, just... As a rule, if you make the mastiff, you have to name it.
0: Okay. And feed it and water it.
5: Yeah. And take Take it for (laughs) waxies. You do the whole thing. Yes. But (laughs) all right. So when we're going out, I can can wear the cloak, put disguise self on me, and we can pretty much just waltz out of here with the prisoners. Cough. And just walk out.
3: Okay. So I need, I basically need six gold pieces to make three sets of manacles. Conveniently, we have a chest full of it.
5: Yeah. So (laughs) important question. Do we get the gold pieces back?
1: We do not. But the manacles stay. Manacles, Um, interestingly, probably sell for more than a single gold. piece. I was
0: going to say, I think you probably could get more than that out of those. So
3: there you go. Well, it has has to be an even trade.
1: the uh, the so this isn't like the the ladder ten foot pole thing from D and D third edition.
3: No, it's it's ah. exactly a value for value exchange. So it it specifically says that it can be coins though. So I mean, uh, I can
4: give you a handful of ball bearings for each.
3: Well, it's it's got to add up to the value of the thing that I'm making which know. is two gold pieces for each set of manacles so that's six oh, got it. All right. Here, let me just read j- let me just read this because this will probably be relevant in the future. It's um Fair. uh channel divinity artisan's blessing. Uh starting at second level you can use your channel divinity to create simple items you conduct it. A- oh, never mind. It's an hour long. Ugh, this will not work. Um will
0: work to get you guys out of the building.
3: Well, well, no, we, we No, it's an it's an hour
5: for one yeah all right well we can just we have oh. rope we, we literally oh, have Oh no, yeah we, we
3: yeah. can in just tie the, their hands in the yeah,
5: cloak. we'll just tie their hands so
4: pull out like six feet of rope from the from the and cut it off and tie them up
0: yeah all right yeah that's fine okay that's fine too all right so you guys kind of waltz them out um, while i'm disguised just, while you're disguised as the as I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in the front daniel
5: absolutely
3: one other thing before we get too far into this Let's make sure that we've got these things tied in such a way where they can just like pull something and untie themselves if they
5: need to. Sure. Uh, yeah. we can just do it in slip knots. I would, know, yeah. Style. Yeah. I would know how to do something like that. I'm a ranger, I do rangery things. Ranger-y even if they
4: just hold the ends of the rope, it looks like they're yeah. Yeah, I
5: mean you can you can even just like put the
3: knot underneath so it's you know not obvious, but
0: yeah. Okay, so you guys kind of make your way upstairs and the People that are in the top of the base kind of look over. One of them, uh, the one of the Kinkus who was giving you directions earlier. All right, so just take them to the, uh, to the tower, and they'll take them from there, and then you guys come back here, and I'll figure something else out to do with you. Oh, boss. Hey. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So you're done with the good. All right, so they're going to take them for you. So you don't have to worry about it. I I've found you helpers. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show them where to go. I have a special task just for them.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, you guys you guys listen to Slice. He he knows what he Yep. She, thanks. Thank you.
5: All right, you measly lot. Let's go this way.
0: <laughs> Alright, so you guys just kinda of make your way out. Uh and I'm assuming you guys kinda of hold this all the way through because this city is still full of like orcs and kinkoo. And is, like, gated. So I'm assuming you oh, hold this yeah. until you're, like, well outside of the, like, back in the forest. Yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. a good 20 minutes walk outside of
3: this thing, actually.
0: All right. Basically, <clears throat> like, the second you're out of eyeshot, the lady you guys really don't know who is drops her ropes, looks at you guys. Yeah, okay, well, um, thanks. And
1: I'll uh, um, see you guys later.
4: Can, can we get a name? Nope. Or th- Or thank you?
1: Thank, she, you. You, you gotta
4: thank you. You got to thank you.
1: You're welcome, madam. Farewell.
0: <laughs> okay, so you guys notice. So you guys are kind of heading northeast back to Varen. She heads southeast. Hmm. All, right. Uh, All
5: right. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and hand the robe to R now that we're undisguised and out of sight.
0: Okay, or uh, back to Shim, I guess.
5: Yeah, or I, I, I thought we were just eventually going to give it to R. But That's fine. Yeah, whoever. You guys can figure out what you want to do with the weird cloak of stuff and also things.
0: Um, Okay, so you guys make your way back to the city of Oriel. Uh, Avia's mother looks at you guys. So you don't know who she was? She
1: did not give her name, madam.
3: Hmm. Even when asked, which I thought was rude.
0: Well, I assume she came from apparently not since she said you her tattoo did look familiar that you noticed she had a tattoo on her arm that looked like three claws had been dragged through kind of like a, a bird's claws
5: so orcs are my favorite enemy so i actually get advantage to knowing stuff about orcs okay so if if there's some sort of knowing oh. things about orcs role that i could make
0: you, uh, yeah, go make me uh, an intelligence check with advantage. Sweet. Or just a flat history check if you have a bonus in history, I, either one's fine.
5: I think it's, yeah, it's the same.
0: With the 12 you know, orcs, particularly in Anwaru, where you guys are, often will tattoo them on themselves some kind of symbol for the person or the order they serve. You've been around the area long enough and interacted with enough people through your time doing other things previous to this. did um, you know that kind of tattoo that she has is rather, un- uh, rather common amongst the highest ranking members of the uh, orcs who serve the hawk. Uh, and the hawk is the orc who sort of runs the loosely associated group of people called Onwaru. So she likely serves the hawk.
5: All right then. Uh, yeah, I tell them all that was probably a high-ranking member of uh, the hawk, who, you know, are the are the enemies of the. Uh, I have it right here. Band of the Crow. So the Elia looks at Wait. you.
0: He's one of my. Well, hmm. oh, that's most interesting. Uh, if you guys. I'd not already been informed, and I think I told I think Kaya told you guys this last time. I don't remember, frankly, unfortunately. Um so Kaya is Lomid's mother and Avia's grandmother. Uh Velia is Avia's mother. The Hawk is Velia's sister. Mm. Big sister. Okay. okay.
5: Um, yeah, I don't think that specific relationship was revealed. I but may we not have said that, that before. Yeah, we knew that there were two factions, the Hawk and the Band of the Crow.
0: Uh, so she... Told
1: yeah, I remembered his... that, so I think we did talk about it last time.
0: Okay. Uh, so that means my sister sent her... Huh? Oh, very well. Much appreciated, I suppose. Um, if we may, I would like make like to make haste back to where my child is. Absolutely. So you guys okay. make the rather uneventful journey back to the city of Oriel, uh, and... Hey,
3: um, one other quick thing. The See, first time we rest, I've had this since the first session, and I keep forgetting to use it. When we okay. get up, I'm going to use Blessings of the Forge on my armor to give it a plus one bonus to AC until the next time I take a long rest.
0: Okay. Uh, it's a Forge Cleric thing. Oh, very cool. Okay. Plus one bonus granted. Uh, and you guys have to stop multiple times along this journey uh, to rest because mm. it takes you several days. So you have all of the everything again. Alrighty. Uh, so you guys enter the city of Oriel, and you know to kind of go back to the same to entrance to Duchess Kaya's manor that you did last time, and as you're headed there, you notice two things. Uh, you see, off in the distance, in a little fenced in area outside of the house, a mule with a giant cone sticking off the front of its head, um, <laughs> so they <laughs> yes, kept the so unicorn. That's good. So happy. Yep. Um, that was the best I could do for picture, sorry a uh,
2: good picture.
0: That's, that's a good I'm choice. A, uh, I, yeah. I am a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. I am a unicorn. Uh and you also notice a familiar swirling crimsonish mist. Kind of follow you guys into town. And that fun lady who likes to make Trather Not Move um pops back out. Oh. Good, you found them. Excellent.
1: No, no, you're fine, dear. You're fine. <laughs> I didn't do it this time. Oh, oh. oh, well, I beg pardon, madam. I just assumed. (laughs) Well, you brought them back safe.
2: John's just gonna sort of step out here. That was her job. Between (laughs) her and, like, the group.
0: Hmm. Crimsonborn. Interesting. You as well? I am. Hmm. Hmm. Most curious. Well, You guys all seem to have this in hand. Be around. And she just kind of twists her hand again. And she disappears. John, make me an Arcana check. With advantage.
2: Advantage to Arcana.
0: Boop. 19. 19. I like it uh so
2: i jenny have a theory as to what that spell is if that was what what you were doing the arcana check
0: i can live with that that's fine you guys know it's some kind of teleportation thing r figured that out last time yeah uh what what does what does you jenny think
2: i jenny think it is misty step
0: okay um you think this is I, i think she's nearby you think that's very likely actually um, you're not sure if it's exactly something you're familiar with, but you think it's probably some kind of combination of sort of traditional magic and something Crimsonborn-related.
2: Okay. Some kind uh, of fusion of the two. I really seriously considered taking Misty Step as my second level spell.
0: That's <laughs> so. yeah, not a problem for me. Hmm. Okay. Just being able to disappear and reappear 30 feet away, that's fine. As yeah. a ponytail. I seriously action. Considered doing
2: that. I did not do that. I went with Phantasmal Force.
0: What what problems could that ever cause? None. This is
3: fine.
5: <laughs> Probably none. Just like the fact that I get like two attacks and bonus damage the first round of combat.
0: Unless grant grant you a third attack. Yep, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> We're Twangy
5: McFusillate, McFusillate
0: over here, as he slowly adds fifteen hit points to every monster he already has planned for the rest of the session. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine. Everything's fine. All right. Uh, so you Twangy guys, Twangy
5: McFusillate, thats what they call me. That's right.
0: You get so you guys pass Mr. Sparkletoes as you enter the house, because um, I did write that name down apparently. <laughs>
4: uh,
0: and inside the house, there is much yelling and rejoicing uh, as Avia sees her parents. Yay. Um, Yay. Everyone is much excite, many wows, um, and you kind of see, you see Avia is kind of being heavily bodyguarded by Koga and Desilov, and also her Warforged. She has her own unit. <laughs> she has a security team,
4: because
0: uh-huh. grandma don't take no chances.
4: Security
2: team? <laughs>
5: she has her own D&D party. Yeah. <laughs> she does. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. They're a little fighter-heavy,
0: but I'm sure it'll be fine.
3: <laughs> there's, a, there's a paladin and a barbarian in there. Yeah. It's fine.
0: It's fine. <laughs> you got heals, you got damage, you got warforged that don't have to ever sleep. This seems fine. Yeah. And she can always climb in the Gundam. That's right. As she is wont to do, it's basically a car seat. Everyone oh, gets wow. much excite. Many tears are shed. Uh, the Duchess looks at you. Not to be the person who keeps doing this, but uh, I need another favor. So if you would be interested, obviously we have a bit of an issue on our hands and on Waru it seems, and they've made it personal now, and that's, well, unacceptable. I need more information. I am not one prone to act too aggressively, but we have had issues with Hawk in the past. You guys know, Oreal is in a country that is currently being invaded by merfolk. And very recently has also been invaded by orcs and half orcs and half elves and some Vyashino and some lizard folk. Uh, all that came out of Onwaru.
5: No one's really Vat- sure who sent them.
0: Uh, yeah, Vatten used to be part of one of the crews.
5: Vatten is going to conspicuously avoid eye contact.
0: Yep. She, and uh, so, but no one's really sure if they're kind of acting under the orders of Hawk or they're acting under orders of the crow or what's really happening. they just kind of showed up and have been fighting alongside the Murfolk but
5: would, would I actually have any insight to that?
0: uh, yes, what you you left before they came up here, uh, but you know, you know the your boss worked for both sides at different times. He had done yeah. jobs for the hawks, people. He had done jobs for the crow. But he's not adverse to this kind of thing.
5: Yeah, any, any group in the South Desert that could hire us.
0: Essentially, yeah. Anybody that's paying, he's kind of fine with it. Uh, your boss, uh, his name is Hondo. Uh, and Hondo is not opposed to that because someone's paying... Mondo's not grand on I? I don't know what you're talking about, they're different people. Um, so, she looks at you, okay, so what, hmm, I need to know more about this situation. And that is where the six of you come in. I have a friend who lives south of Varen, he's a merchant, uh, dwarven fellow, lives in the uh, in a village to the south, called Mycen. Uh, He runs a shop called The Harvest. If you will, go see him. He may be able to provide us more information. Uh, I need to know what the hawk's intentions are. I mean, clearly she didn't. I don't think she had anything to do with the things you've taken care of recently. She's being very careful because Avia is still in the room running around all sugared up like usual.
5: Um, This time, it's not our fault. No, it's not. (laughs) It's Desilov's again. (laughs) <laughs>
0: um and uh, we we can work out some kind of agreement for me to reimburse you for what you're doing i i need more information and i've grown to trust a lot of you um can you be of service to me again
1: we can certainly do our best I'm sure
0: yes uh do you have a map and you guys do have a map of sort of the greater area uh sheet points hmm Um, is here. Peter, you do notice is about halfway towards the Forge, uh, which is the abandoned land of your people. Hmm. Uh, It was formerly a a great dwarven uh, Forge city. It's sort of halfway towards uh, the Forge of Torreya. Yeah, I will gladly reimburse you guys. Uh, she tosses you a bag of gold that's more than enough to accommodate your travel expenses.
5: Did she um, throw it at John? Yeah, at, <laughs> at John.
2: I dex dexterity. 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 Um,
5: <laughs> I did you yell that out loud? Like she just throws it, and you just go
2: dexterity. <laughs> dex. I got a seventeen.
0: Yeah, you can You catch it nimbly, and it just kind of opens in your hands, and there's like three hundred gold there. Okay. That's a really heavy bag.
1: Total of yeah. 750 gold so far, minus that no, we didn't actually spend it. That's right. Yeah. I mean,
5: but also weighing nothing because it's gold.
1: Right. It looks real heavy,
0: though. Um, cannot be used as a weapon for future reference. Don't try it. <laughs>
3: I have a Warhammer. Why would I use a bag of gold?
0: I don't. I've learned Warhammer not to question weapon. the things you guys do. You're very inventive for style. <laughs> Says yeah, the fair. guy who has 2,000 cowtrops in a small bag for no reason. That's 125 <laughs> gold apiece. So. Yeah, if you guys want to split that up, go for it. Um,
5: so yeah, if you guys will... are for a very good reason. We just don't know what it is yet. <laughs> I'm very excited to find out. Um, Me too.
0: <laughs> uh, so if you will, uh, head down to Meissen and uh, find my friend Brennar. He will hopefully be of some help to you. Uh so do you guys want to stay in town a day or two? Do you need to go to the shopping district? Would uh, rather like to find a more fashionable cloak. <laughs> um, uh, I'd actually like yes. to do
3: something, some crafting with these wasp wings that I have from the okay. first session.
0: Right. Forgot
3: about this. <clears throat> Pretty. Um I'm thinking I could probably make two helmet plumes out of these. Okay, I'll I'll take one for myself. Trather, do you want the other one?
1: I, it's an uh, excellent question. I suppose I'd have to. Um, I'd have to try it on. Tell you what,
3: I'll make the first one. You can try it on, and uh, if you like it, I'll make the second one
0: for you.
1: Marvelous, thank you, Sir Priest.
0: No problem. Uh, <clears throat> City on a hill. Now with D and D sartorial perspectives.
5: <laughs> Fantastic. I like it. Um, I would I, like one quick go. question.
1: Uh, so, is it possible that I could get you to embroider the family coat of arms on it? Ooh. I don't do embroidery, but I think they would take it if
3: you uh took it to somebody who did. Ah, excellent. Yeah, oh. all
5: right. I would also, since um, uh, it turns out I don't have a use for two short swords, um, I would like to go to the uh blacksmith and Maybe exchange those two short swords for, say, a long sword.
0: Sure, uh, he will charge you five gold and take uh, your short swords and give you a shiny, brand new long sword. Yay! Thank you. All right, you're welcome. There you go. Have a nice day. All right. Does anyone else have any shopping to do? Uh, Peter, if you want to make me a check to for for the like crafting. Uh, with advantage from being a forge cleric you may do so mm. or do some what kind I, of uh, What
3: would i even use here?
0: I was going to say or if you have like some kind of time process you want to do instead that's also acceptable where you just like take like 3 hours to do it.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm it.
0: thinking it'll probably
3: just be like this is kind of like sort of smithing but it's like there there's no urgency here so he'll just okay, go as fine. carefully as possible. He's got a limited amount of these things so He'll be real super careful about it and like draw everything out ahead of time and cut very carefully. And okay. I mean, it has no mechanical effect, so yeah, yeah, no, you're yeah. fine.
0: Uh, so you take we your have time, looking
3: helmet plumes.
0: <laughs> uh, you make two, they look absolutely lovely, actually. Um, and after a couple of days, you guys rest up, gather your new supplies, and head
1: southeasterish. Excellent. How much did a, a one of the best tailors in the city cost? And best uh, best embroiderers? Ooh, uh, okay, so to have the crest put on the plume.
0: Uh, we'll and say, of course to
1: have the cloak properly fitted. and you know, Oh,
0: of course, absolutely, yes. And yeah.
1: a, a certain outfit to go with it, because you can't just wear a cloak without matching clothes for the rest of it, obviously.
0: Mercy, no. Can't have that. Um, so you find a shop, you go in. Uh, oh, Master Wimblin, good to see you again, sir. Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. How we may we help you today, sir?
1: I'll explain the, uh, the the very important situation. 24 hours,
0: not a moment less, not a moment more, sir, and you shall have everything you have asked. Marvelous. Uh, he will charge you 15 gold. Alright. And you have a brand new, very, very excellently handcrafted set of clothing. And 15 gold is gone.
4: And well worth.
0: It's been a pleasure, sir. Make that two sets of fine clothes. Check.
4: For the amount of time that we spent just hanging out in town, uh, I would like to spend that time busking around, uh, playing Stairway to Heaven on my pan flute and
2: okay.
4: <laughs> try uh, make some money.
1: Trather will drop a gold piece in, not noticing that it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, okay,
0: uh, you make three gold over both days, so six gold. gold. I go down. Yeah.
1: I go down one more gold. All right. <laughs> Check.
0: That same buster shows up in every town Trather does. Damn. <laughs> That's a heck of a thing that keeps happening. All right uh, so you guys head out after a couple of days head down on your way and and uh, you guys have kind of made your way into a heavily wooded area as you head southeasterish. So you guys notice a lot of tracks, largerish animal tracks and like, Like, something's kind of been rooting around, and you guys all see in the distance, kind of approaching you as you approach a lot of them, Um, and they are definitely, all of a sudden, very interested. Um, You see a large, and by large I do mean in size category, boar walking down the path with three large cats, and by large cats I mean, like, panther size
2: uh a, are any of them clue. glowing red anywhere no okay good
1: i'll glance curiously at uh at our party ranger uh i'm gonna say that's
5: unusual um, <laughs> make me a history check daniel <laughs> history
0: yeah or nature i mean i'll take either one <laughs> any uh, anyone what? can make either
5: Okay, I'm going to do nature, because that I actually... We're going
0: to go from, like, a lore perspective.
5: Yeah, there you go.
0: All right, uh, if anyone else wants to roll, go for it. Whoa, Peter.
3: (laughs) Bertrand is an educated
0: dwarf. Yeah, he is.
5: (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm desert folk, so I didn't really grow up around here.
0: R, in theory, shows up and shames all of you. And also, Ben, if you want to roll, go for it. There it is. Yep, like I said. All right. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so some of you guys know... Um, that large cats of this type, you know, panthers, cougars, pumas, etc., are not uncommon in the woods around here. Um, what is uncommon, and what Peter, you have specifically heard legends of, is A, a boar this size, and B, this boar specifically. Peter, you have heard tale of the great boar known as Dragonlord, and his army of cats. The video that you had us watch before the session is now making sense. There you go. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, I, w- I watched a YouTube video the other day about a small piglet that was raised indoors uh, with cats. And when they tried to get it to live outside again, it wasn't interested. And the piglet's name is Dragon Lord, and he is the king of the kitties.
4: Oh my God. <laughs> and he follows the
0: cats around. He occasionally climbs all over the place like they do, and he's basically a cat now. Thus, I present to you <laughs> Dragon Lord and his army of kitties. Just, you know, bigger-ish.
4: Like Princess Mononoke style.
3: Yeah.
5: Can he be voiced by Keith, David? Please. <laughs> Don't know
0: who that is, but we'll say yes.
3: Uh, Guy who vo- voiced uh, Anderson in the Mass Effect series. Uh, Was also
5: the the Shadow Man in Princess and the Frog. Oh, Oh, yeah. He got friends on the other side. Creepy, creepy villain. Anyway.
3: That or just James Earl Jones, one or the other. (laughs) Just because I love James Earl Jones. I mean, you're a man of refinement and taste. Of course you love James Earl Jones. As you should.
0: Uh, So they are very intently approaching you guys. What do you very intently do?
5: Wave.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. Stand Stand aside. Climb
5: a tree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
5: so uh, that will... Bo-
2: assume a passive sort of pose.
5: Climbing a tree will at least save you from the boar.
2: It might make you more attractive to one of the panthers Cats, or something.
4: Kind of
3: kind of envying our ability to just take off and fly away from Yeah, this. no, no,
0: William's, William's fine.
5: Yeah, don't 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 fly around the kitties.
0: You you guys look around, and ours like 15, 40 feet in the air, just kind of hovering there, just going. Good luck, you guys. <laughs> the cats are very intrigued by R. All of a sudden, <laughs> one of them like leaps. she's like ah,
5: their pupils are now the size of softballs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, they've
3: got the whole need- push and boots thing going. They look so adorable.
2: I need to get video of um my cat reacting to uh the palm fronds that we put up (laughs) in our living room it because it's basically that
0: (laughs) just flailing around trying to grasp at them
2: oh no planning roots of attack
0: oh no (laughs) (laughs) this is getting staggeringly closer all right uh so what are you guys actually actually doing unless it actually Uh is climbing
5: trees i i will legit climb a tree okay (laughs) Make I me... would
2: like to do basically what I did with the wolf in the one-shot thingy. from Okay. Like, uh okay, so assume very passive thing.
0: Vatten, uh, make me an athletics or acrobatics check. Okay. Same for anyone who wants to climb a tree.
2: Can I do animal handling?
0: You may do animal handling.
5: Anyone may but... also animal handle. That requires I did a you...
2: bad animal handle. That's a five. That yeah, is that... a five.
5: That requires actually touching the animal. And... <laughs> Trather
1: also rolls a six on it. Why? Ooh, okay. Trather rolls a 12. Um, <laughs> I, I... Shim, it's, because frankly, it's funnier for Trather to try and calm down enormous animals than climb a tree.
4: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Shim's gonna step to the side and kind of take a knee. I,
5: I mean, I also have animal handling. Lion King I've... approach, I like that. But hey, with man. a 10, I'm pretty sure I'm like, actually just only halfway up a tree.
1: <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Travers just going here, kitty, kitty,
0: kitty, kitty. Who's that good boy? Um. Okay. So,
3: Dragon I mean, I Lord takes. I was going to use calm
0: emotions. Yeah. Dra- Dragon Lord takes a look at the lot of you. Seems rather confused and slightly unimpressed. Um. <laughs> you think you just... he probably was looking for a
4: challenge?
5: You just see, like, a lower branch, and then just feet, just, like, kicking, <laughs> trying to get up.
4: I mean, unless we want to actually try to tame them-ish. Nah. Just let them go.
0: I always forget that's what's going to happen when I put these it's, kind of things in the game.
4: It's wild!
3: wild. <laughs> I, We're out in the wild! It belongs here! Why do It's, we
1: want to it's not it? aggressively attacking. I'm not sure yeah. what you expected. Yeah. Fair. <sighs> Give me out! get me out! get
0: me out! <laughs> okay, um, so uh, let's go. Let's go back to the animal handling checks. Um, <laughs> Trather is dangling a string with a small set of bells on the bottom of it. That's <laughs> such a bad idea, um, <laughs> which is a shame or because a John's doing good the same idea. Thing. Uh, Peter, you get the sense. Uh, Peter and William, uh, Bertrand and R, both get the sense that. If you guys back out of the way, they might let you, they might just pass through. All right. It's worth a shot. Back
3: out of the way. I don't really have any interest in smashing wildlife if
5: I don't have to. Hey, hey, back up for my tree. This is my tree. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
0: Only one person may hide in each tree. Um, Okay. So if you guys want to move out of the way, they will kind of just proceed through. I mean, I'm sure uh, that's what we want to do. And he kind of snorts at the lot of you. <sighs>
3: <laughs> Bertrand will smile and wave again. <clears throat>
0: uh, the the black one that looks kind of like a jaguar makes one last real solid leap effort at getting to R, um, but is a good 20 feet short on the jump. And uh, lands, looks a little disappointed, licks his wounds and walks away. <laughs>
4: Oh,
5: good. I don't think that tree was tall enough, after all. <laughs> it
0: definitely <laughs> probably wasn't.
5: Uh, so they just kind of
0: make their way out, and you guys make your way onto the city of Meissen.
5: And I'm going to be pulling branches out of my armor mm-hmm. for like then the rest of the trip. <laughs> uh, so you're in kind of a large
0: village, paved roads, nice houses, uh, plentiful shops. Kind of a wide variety of people just kind of mingling around no one really takes notice of you guys as you walk through the city you see a sign uh for a shop that just says the harvest you name it we'll find it all right uh, there's our shop and i'm assuming you guys go ahead and head in yeah yeah all right so inside has anyone played stardew valley yes okay so they, it came out on mobile recently i've been playing it on my phone um, so Pierre's shop in Stardew Valley where you kind of buy and sell all the grains and crops and stuff Yeah, and you can buy like seeds and, and exotic Berries and the like that's essentially what you've walked into grains and vegetables seeds exotic plants uh, Jenny, John sees one mm-hmm. plant, you know only grows in the gray desert The one where oh. the big dragon lives Yeah That can't be found Anywhere else
2: a a plant you said yes What what kind of plant
0: not exactly it's a
2: Is it a succulent?
0: Probably Yes,
2: I Jenny have just recently started a succulent garden. I'm very excited about
0: it. There you go (laughs) Uh, It's rather small diminutive looking green.
2: Oh, 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 hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I've got the perfect one Okay, I just got one of these It's called gollum (laughs) Sure. I'm not joking. <laughs>
0: that's the actual name of the plant.
2: It's the actual name of the plant. It's it's uh, Crassula ovata golem.
1: Oh, oh that's just precious. That is a yeah, cute little is. plant. Adorable.
2: Yeah, they get big. <laughs> they get to be like three feet tall.
1: What?
0: Okay, well, also going in the show notes, I guess. Um, <laughs> Alright, so you guys come in and you see uh, all of these kind of plants and different things and you see three workers. Three people behind the counter, there's a dwarven gentleman uh, over next to one of the, over next to that plant, actually, Jenny. Uh, a warforged gentleman, but with, not like the warforged you saw guarding avia. This one has, like, tree branches growing out of him. There's a bird nesting in one of them, and he tends, he seems to be caring for the plants. And then over on the other side of the shop, um, kind of counting some stuff near a staircase, you see another aracocra. Um... And William, you, are actually recognizes her. You guys are actually from the, you think you remember her from the town you grew up in, which is far from where you are currently. And she just kind of looks up at you. Oh. Well, hello. Uh, We have guests, I suppose? Well then, come in, come in, come in. What can I, what can I do for you? uh, What can we provide for you today?
5: quick someone with the charisma score
2: <laughs> me, it, it, me i'm Jeannie. gonna walk right up to uh the um the plant keeper okay and and ask where did you get this uh this crassula
0: oh uh, greetings uh, it was brought to us uh by one of our foragers. from the great you know the name of it I oh, do,
2: yes. Most interesting. Um, oh. I'm I'm from that area.
0: Um, oh. Hmm. Well then you can uh you very much know what we have here. Very good. Very good. I'm most impressed. Uh my name is Bastion.
2: Bastion, good to meet you. My name is John. Um It's a pleasure, John. How much for a cutting of, of this crassula hit should uh, propagate fairly fairly well oh. just from a cutting.
0: Uh I suppose I could let that go for, in gold.
2: Ten gold. Okay. John is ten gold poorer.
0: He pulls a small tool out of his uh, out of his belt, and just kind of very delicately makes you your little section of it.
2: Okay.
0: I assume you know what to do with it.
2: Yes. Um. As an acolyte of of the church, I had some contact with with herbology and and plant growth.
0: Um, Very well then. Best of luck to you, then. Thank you. And he goes back to tending. The bird is actually kind of like helping pull like little dead leaves off of stuff. Uh, Well then, um, hmm. Other than that, what can we, uh, what can we do for you here today? An interesting looking lot aren't you well,
1: oh, go ahead
4: oh uh, we're, we're looking for um information uh, i believe
0: not my usual fare but all right i'll see what we
4: can uh, do like i'm kind of like glancing around the group at the same time <clears throat> uh, the kind of the climate of the uh orcs and hmm. the am i right uh, Climate yeah. of the of the orcs and the uh the other races that have kind of moved in. in it the was
1: specifically fire. asked by uh, the Duchess Voriel to seek out a mm. fellow named Brenner. Yeah.
0: Well then, welcome. You have come to the right place. Um, that, however, is not a discussion for this part of my store. What we will do, we will adjourn upstairs, and we will talk of. Many interesting things. Hmm. Kaya. Well then. Uh. Sayli. Uh. And he kind of motions to the Aarakocra woman. Uh. If you will. Go pick up slightly more food than usual. As we have guests now. And uh. We shall have a most enlightening conversation this evening I suspect.
1: Trather will hand her another three gold for wine.
0: Hmm. Uh. She just kind of nods and makes her way out and
3: it's
5: uh gold how much wine are they getting <laughs> well, there is not the quantity
3: now. it's the quality <laughs> Trevor's a nobleman remember
1: fair and, enough uh, also my goal is to spend all of my earnings on things that are utterly useless in a normal d d game
5: yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: also Vatten, not a nobleman just assumes three wine three gold worth of wine means like a tub <laughs> <laughs> i'm clear gonna have to come up with some more interesting shops all right Challenge accepted.
0: Do they uh, so, have stamps?
5: You could do stamp collecting. Ooh, Ooh.
0: We don't Oh. Medieval I used to collect stamps when I was a kid.
5: Trather becomes
3: a Gwent player. Oh
0: no! Oh. <laughs> That's
4: would be that dangerous. essentially be like ceiling? No,
0: no. Trather's suddenly playing Legacy. Oh, vintage <laughs> full play sets. So he motions you guys upstairs, and he leads you guys upstairs uh, to the second floor of the building. Welcome. Well, uh, have a seat. We will have dinner and what promises to be a most interesting evening of conversation. And you guys actually, I love it. You guys actually put your minis at the table. Perfect. (laughs) I love you guys. All right. This seems like a good place to stop for the evening. We have been sitting on a hill gaming. This is our fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast because I actually just did not introduce this at the beginning. At all. That's okay. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, this is far enough into the rotation where people are probably not listening to this in a vacuum, so... Yeah, one would hope. I think that's probably accurate. Um, so, we have our six players, Ginny, uh, Peter, Grant, William, Daniel, and Ben. And uh, we have been playing some good old-fashioned 5th edition D&D set in our little homebrewed world. And uh, if you'd like to hear more, you can find us at cityonthehillgaming.com or in any of your favorite podcast applications. And uh, check out Peter Grant and Jenny. Find folks from the Saving the Game podcast, uh, stgcast.org, Saving the Game on Twitter, and all your favorite podcast apps. You guys are gonna have to run down the others because those are the ones I remember offhand.
2: And Twitch, on Twitch.
1: Yep, twitch.tv slash
0: stgcast. And go to the website to find the Discord channel. stgcast.org. That's the one. Yep.
1: Come yeah. hang out with us or, on the Discord channel. if you channel. like, savingthegamepodcast.org. Both work.
0: Also that thing. That's actually a good call. Um, rerouting websites. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonahillgaming.com. Email us at cityonahillgaming at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter at cityonahillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org. Or at saving the game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day. You you said this earlier. I think we're recording. You should be good. Yeah, go for it.
1: Okay. So when we uh, when Peter was having was was looking at the spell that tra- to transmute gold into manacles. Yeah, yeah, that thing. We were looking to see, like, oh, you know, can we sell the manacles for more than the gold is worth and start turning a profit out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, put me in mind of but yeah, put me in mind of one of my favorite D anD D exploits. Okay. So I'm looking at page one twenty eight of my three five players' handbook. All right, this is adventuring gear, and I want you to consider these two items and their costs. First, a ladder, 10 feet, which costs five copper pieces. Okay, sure. Second, pole, 10 foot, which costs two silver pieces. Okay. Oh, no.
4: <laughs> you just cut the rungs off of it? and <laughs>
1: Somebody out there is making a living taking the rungs out of ladders and selling two silver two poles for four silver pieces each (laughs) instead of three (laughs) copper
0: it cost to make the cost to sell for the ladder wow Wow. okay wait wait so i mean
3: even if they've got to run a lathe and turn the
0: sides down it's totally
1: worth it oh yeah so if you sell
0: it for two silver pieces that means you made 20 copper which means you can buy six more ladders
1: Uh, but remember each one is is each pole is two silver pieces right oh you're getting two four silver pieces Right. So you're making three point five silvers in profit. Which means you're buying
0: thirteen ladders.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and then each ladder earns you two more, which makes no, no, so, it
1: be seven. Four.
0: Oh. Well, it's there's
3: three, somebody there's, out there's
4: somebody there's out there clear copper, cutting
0: right? forests to keep this person supplied. <laughs> yes. Because there are three they're three copper. And so. Forty the five,
1: copper. Five, uh, five copper.
0: Oh, five copper. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, so it's okay.
1: it's just uh seven. It's seven ladders that you buy with the two poles you make out of one ladder.
0: Huh. Which means you make that's... fourteen more poles. 30, which means,
5: yeah. oh, that's quite a turnaround.
1: Yeah, it really <laughs> oh. is. Someone out there is just sawing
5: it's ladders like in half and making a
1: profit.
2: The uh, yeah. what what is it? The villager rail gun. I'm sorry, yes. What? No. yes. Oh gun. yeah,
1: The peasant railgun. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> you yeah. the
1: villagers down. Okay, so the thing about the the peasant railgun is um it takes no time. It's <laughs> no action for someone to hand something from one person to another. No. Okay.
2: Yes.
1: So you get a bunch of villagers, give one one end of the line a rock and accelerate it.
2: It's not no time.
1: It's not but no time. It's a swift action, I think. Right? Yeah. But the thing is, you can you can like for a fire line or something like that. It takes the same amount of time for you to hand something from you know one person to another as one end of a line of people to another. So the more people you have, the faster the item is going.
2: So you can launch a rocket to space if you have enough. Yeah.
1: Now this is (laughs) this is one of those things that is funny to think about, but I will say is. A, a horrible commingling of physics and D and D rules, which are not supposed to be physics. So nobody take this as gospel truth, Sounds right? Fine. We're just... <laughs> but it's hilarious to think about much like the gnomish water rocket, where you take a uh, decanter of endless w- water and uh, shrink it down and make it out of adamantium so that you have a water uh, rocket.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could get down to the physics, but I'm pretty sure that if you hand a 1,000 villagers a javelin somewhere (laughs) along the line, there's going to be a sonic boom, and then the javelin (laughs) burst into flame from friction.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. You start throwing other physics nonsense in there. It's like, well, but then it's an adamantine javelin. And it's like, yeah, 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 all right, fine. It still makes a sonic boom, and then- It's also too hot for the villagers to handle at some point. Yeah. 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 Well, it's sort of right. like the uh, the find the temple bomb and things like that, you know, which it just gets silly. Commingling rules and physics is nonsense. Although the find find the temple bomb is a great deal of fun. I am very intrigued by all of this. Okay, so not not is... in a way that you guys should try it. Intrigued. Oh. intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this works in fifth edition. Uh, it's it's a perfect outgrowth <laughs> of the fact that D anD D three five and three O before it was very heavily built on feats and adding cool features in prestige classes and and all this other stuff right and it was a very build your own character level by level kind of system which was really cool and i loved it 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 was it's a physics engine in a lot of ways and it's great it's great deal of fun one
0: of the things i love about pathfinder
1: yeah and of course the thing is with all the splat books that are out there you can combine things in all sorts of weird and bizarre ways so the, um, there's a paladin spell called "Find the Temple," which has an area of effect, not a range, but an area of effect of like one mile per level or ten miles per level. Okay? okay, I think it's ten miles. And the idea is you're looking for the nearest temple within range, so that you can go pray and and you know do your devotions that sort of thing. It's supposed to be kind of a role playing based spell. Sure, but through The acquisition of a number of different feats uh, and prestige class abilities, you can give it a thunder subtype. Oh. And then you can give it, you can then transmute that into fire. And then you can make it do one point of damage. So that you can then it's now a damaging spell to everything in range. So it does one point of damage to everything within 10 miles per level, which is already pretty neat. (laughs) But then you give it explosive spell, which means that at the center of the spell, well, everything, um, basically, the way it works, it's designed for like fireball, right? Where you throw a fireball, and if it's a fire-type spell, everything in the area of effect of the spell is thrown to the edges of the spell and takes 2d6 damage for every 10 feet moved. Oh no. Oh no.
5: (laughs) Oh no,
1: indeed. So, 10 feet per level, or, you know, 10 feet, you take an extra 2d6 damage, 10 miles per level. We're
0: fine, everyone's fine.
1: Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. Listen, the surface of the earth has not been scoured clean. We promise.
5: Listen, Everybody's it, fine. It oh, it, no. it it works okay. Um, you just it's really good if you need a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah, and of course, Wait, fun- like right now,
1: <laughs> everything in that area of effect is thrown to the edges of the spell.
0: So from the center of that spell, things are thrown literally miles.
1: Oh yeah, hundreds of miles at high levels.
0: Yeah. I